the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. All right, so write this number down, 888-344-1170. Don Jans will be here in a little bit to talk about uh, the declaration of the enemies of the state, uh, which is uh, not to be dismissed just because it came from Nancy Pelosi. So we we are in really treacherous, dangerous times, and that's also related to arrests that are happening around the country, one of which included here in San Diego, so we've got, stay tuned for Don Jans. He will be here um, in this next segment with us. 888-344-1170. We are streaming live right now on uh, the Answer San Diego Facebook page. And if you're watching and listening there, keep those comments rolling. Feel free to share that. And uh, you already know the voice. He already shared a little bit about himself. It's my man. It's DJ Potato Skins. I think they might have left DJ, DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. Off the manifesto, but it'll be back. Winning, winning, winning. Yeah, I, I love hearing Trump talk about winning. And uh, like it or not, he did meet with Kevin McCarthy. And he's looking forward to uh, helping the GOP retake the House. So we'll see if that's a good decision or not. And even if that's a final decision on his part. Well, we're going to talk about that a little bit more later in the show. Um, because um, that that I, I want to make sure that we've got some time to delve into that. And maybe, maybe that's something that the listeners want to call in and discuss the second half of the show, which is, um, you know, we, the ongoing debate has been third party versus a revitalized GOP. Um, uh, there's uh, Trump's meeting with Kevin McCarthy. We've got to discuss. We've got to discuss the rally. What happened in Wyoming today that included Matt Gates against Liz Cheney? How do we go forward? This is an ongoing discussion that we need to have, and we need to give it more time. And the people that are automatically just flip, you know, flippantly saying no third party, you know, this there we've got time to figure this out. This doesn't. We we don't need to resist any idea. Offhand, so we're going to discuss that more at length. I want to start by talking about GameStop. This GameStop story, every uh, every topic tonight. There's, it's all, and one of the things I talked about before. It's all about games. You know, there's a game being played, and the Republican Party has either ignored that there's a game being played, or they got in it and decided they don't care whether they win or lose. All they care about is their power base. You played that clip of Trump winning, winning, winning. There's a game being played within the GameStop story. There's a game going on with the impeachment. There's games being played with the FBI and the DOJ going around arresting people. we got to talk about that. It's all gamesmanship going on, and the Republican Party hasn't played it. And that leads us into our discussion later 
about uh, what to do going forward. There's been a game being played with the coronavirus, breaking news coming out of New York City with Governor Cuomo that might not shock those of you who've been paying attention, um, but we've got to talk about that later. So let's start with GameStop. Initially, when I heard this story yesterday, uh, you know, I I wanted to ponder it a little bit. Initial reports were, it seemed to me, like, you know, and well, let me tell you guys, I did study um, I studied political science for three years. Then I switched majors to business and with an emphasis in finance, but uh, more along the lines of quantitative business analysis, economic theory, how money works, not so much um, the, uh, you know, uh, the markets in, in investments. That being said, um, and because of that, I don't consider myself an expert in the market. So I wanted to like take some time to ponder what was really going on with this story. And I'm glad I did. Because I'm glad I didn't rush into talking about it last night because the story has unfolded and the game being played is that it's not even really about um, investing and it's not really about stocks, okay? Um, initially, I thought, you know, we've got the private, you know, retailers, you know, aggregating together over here, um, you know, day traders versus the hedge funds over here. And I'm thinking both of these, both of these groups manipulated the markets and kind of hurt one reason why the market went down 600 points yesterday. And that doesn't help those that are aging, looking at their retirement accounts dwindling. And I don't really like people playing those kinds of games. However, it's legal, Right. As long as people are playing the game um, legally, I don't have a problem because that, that's what happens. Um, and that's just the way it works, uh, you know, it, with the market. As long as everybody's playing by the same rules, as long as it legitimately is a free market, you know, we know if we have money in the markets, whether it's in a 401k or retirement accounts, unless they're in the most safest way possible, we know that our, our accounts can get hurt. But here's what ultimately happened. And I'm going to try to give you a... a Without getting too in the weeds, this story ultimately is really about um, the little people versus the establishment. It's really the same story that's going on in every other aspect of our society. It, whether it's the FBI and the DOJ having two sets of laws, one for the elites and one for the little people, or whether it's about big tech applying one set of laws to silence uh, one half of the country, uh, uh, one set of terms and conditions for one half of the country. It's about the elites versus the little people. And for how long have we been hearing that the Republican Party is the party of Main Street, uh, Wall Street and the Democrats are the party of Main Street? The reality is the Unicrats, the Republicans and the Democrats, are the party of crony capitalism. They are the party of Wall Street. And we peasants, they have been rigging the system for a long time. That system is rigged just like, like our court system is rigged against the little people. Big tech is rigged against conservatives. The system is is rigged against us. And this is part of what Trump talked about. The system is being rigged, just like our election systems right now are rigged against conservatives. So ultimately, that's what happened here. So let me, from the market standpoint, you got these hedge funds. These are the Wall Street guys. These are the Gordon Geckos that you've seen in the movies, right? These hedge fund people. And I don't need to get into what a hedge fund is. So they decide to play the, the system by GameStop is a retailer where I used to buy my nephew games from GameStop. These, these you know, uh, mall stores are being killed and crushed by big tech, crushed by the coronavirus. So these and so they've been their stock value has been traded at a low dollar amount. So you got these hedge fund guys thinking, how can we make a buku bucks? Right. I know we're going to play a little game where we're going to plan to, to sell off. All of our stocks in game in GameStop, and then we're going to buy them back 
when they drop. Because you know how when the coronavirus was hitting, if you don't know anything about the markets, uh, people started panicking about all the industries that were going to be impacted. So they start dumping off airline stocks, right? They start selling. And anytime there's mass selling going on, it tanks the stock. Because people start, oh my gosh, why is airline? Oh, people are starting to sell. I better sell off my stock because, oh my gosh, look, American, do I have, do I have any money in American Airlines? It's being sold off. I better sell mine off. So it tanks the stock value, right? So then their plan is now that they've tanked the stock value, they're going to buy it back really cheap. And how much money have they made? They sold it high and now their plan is to buy it all back for cheap. But they got to make sure that they can buy the difference that they've got enough money set aside for this. You don't need to really know that. The plan was, we're going to tank the stock. We're going to sell high, tank the stock, buy it back cheap, right? In layman's terms. But enter these Reddit dudes, these little private, what are being called by KUSI just now, amateurs. Pay attention to the language being used. So they decide that they're just, they love game stocks. So they decide they're going to beat the hedge fund people at their own game. And they start buying up in hordes and hordes and hordes before the, the stocks tank. So they're buying it cheap. It's still cheap at this point for the Reddit guys because they didn't just tank. They didn't just sell off a bunch. Are you following me here? So the, and then once you start buying, just like selling off tanks it, once people start buying a lot, then others start joining in to buy because the stock's on the rise, right? So what ended up happening was all these Reddit aggregate buyers, traders, started buying and buying and buying to the point to where the stock rose, the value of the stock rose 1,700%, and it killed the hedge fund people. Absolutely killed all these big, um, big money dudes on Wall Street. So then um, you might go, well, what, what does that matter to me? Here's why it should matter to you. Because then... Big tech comes in and decides to shut down and prohibit any of the little guy out there, the day trader out there. You know, there's whether it's TD America, all these different sites like Robinhood. There's different sites where they were where the little guy was buying these stocks, and all of those sites shut down and denied them, just like they've shut down, just like they shut down Parler to deny conservatives free speech. All these different sites shut down the ability for any little guy to trade stocks on these sites. However, they allowed these hedge fund people, the Citadel Group, to continue to trade, to continue to make money. We no longer have a free market any more than we have free expression in this country. It gets even worse. Jen Psaki was asked today, what role did the Biden administration play, if any? in the shutdown, in the denial of free markets, and the denial of participation in free markets by, by American citizens today. And she refused to answer the question. Then reports come out that Janet Yellen, who's the new, um, uh, S, uh, I can't even think of, not Treasury, um, I can't even think of, of um, the feds, the head of the feds. Um, Google Janet Yellen. I'm, I'm so hyped over this story, I can't even remember her title. Um, she's taken over for um, anyway. She's the head of the potato skins. You got Secretary the, of the Treasury. Secretary of Treasury. Thank you. Um, she received eight hundred and sixteen thousand um, dollars from the Citadel Trading Group, the ones that are continuing to allow to trade to make up their money that they've lost. 
So, you know, the, the, the long and the story, and, and then, but here's what's also interesting about this. Both Ted Cruz, all Ted Cruz, AOC, and Don Jr. all were tweeting out that this is actually, when, when Ted Cruz and AOC are in agreement that the system is rigged against the little guy, think about this. This, these were little, these were little people that had a few bucks. How many of these were like middle-class people uh, or low-income people that were able to, to buy stock at $5 a share or $10 a share, and then it goes up to 1,700%, they're able to make money, and then they're shut down. This is, this is a system that's rigged to keep the little guy from ever making any real money in the markets, but to make sure that the fat cats on Wall Street this is everything the Democrats say they care about, right? They care about Main Street. Well, what, what a perfect system to keep you from ever really making any money. It's an abomination how this has been rigged against the little guy. And because I'm not somebody, I'm not a stockbroker, I'm not sure if I explain this really well. But this is just another example of how the establishment and the entire system, all of our institutions right now, are so rigged against the average american citizen you do if you don't if we don't our system is supposed to be about individual liberty individual responsibility it's supposed to be about our first amendment right is about freedom of expression freedom of a religion our second amendment right rights which we will get into in a moment is supposed to be our, about our right to bear arms and to protect ourselves and our, our our we're supposed to be about the free markets we don't have the free markets anymore and even if you've never invested in the stock if you have a 401k this matters to you it should matter to you. It should matter to you whether or not somebody, you or somebody you know, should be able to enter into the free market system and to be able to make money off of it without the government putting a squeeze on you and keeping you down, keeping you oppressed. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to bring in Don Jans, shift gears, and, and continue this discussion of, all, of, of the system being rigged, the establishment coming down on the little guy, and how they are really across this country a variety of institutions targeting, targeting us for persecution. And I want to hear from you a little bit later, 888-344-1170. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. During the break, I was reading comments on Facebook. Thank you guys for that. And uh, somebody said... Um, I think it was my buddy Anthony said, oh, hedge funds do this, nothing new. Well, no, it's nothing new for a hedge fund to try to short, short you know, do a short game. And, uh, of course, that's nothing new. As I said at the open, um, you know, both the aggregate, you know, small people, you know, played the market the way they're supposed to play it. You know, nobody broke any rules here. Nobody did anything illegal. But what is new is that the col- there was collusion between big tech and our government in order to, um, and the media, in order to manipulate the markets. They literally, by shutting down TD, Ameritrade, and other, they literally were trying to force a crash. Think about all these people that invested and bought all across the country that were buying game stock as it was going up that were then going to be hurt by this. That should, that should frighten the heck out of you. That in the United States of America, what's supposed to be a free market, that kind of collusion going on to try to punish people, to try to keep people down, to try to literally hurt them financially to the benefit of Wall Street. That's not supposed to be what this country is about. 
We need to be paying attention to this kind of stuff and not slough it off as though that this is business as usual. The market is, is, not, is, is business as usual, but what's going on with our government, the tyranny that's happening here should never be considered business as usual and okay. Joining me now to discuss is the guy who wrote the book on it, The Road to Tyranny, Don Jans. Hi, Don Jans. I, I know I didn't bring you on to talk about GameStop, but and I know that for the average person, they don't care about the, the stock market and it may not seem like an important story to them. And it wasn't to me at first. You know, I needed to get inside of it to see how it impacts us. But it's just another story of what we what. Thank goodness for President Trump as our eyes are open now. Uh, we, we're more aware and paying attention to what is going on with all of our institutions being weaponized against the little guy. And that's what this GameStop story is about. Right. When, when I own a stock. I, and the market is open. I should be able to sell that stock anytime I want. Mm-hmm. And the platforms took those off, and I could not. If I wanted to sell my GameStop stock, and I think it was $167, I couldn't mm-hmm. because I was told it was, I could not trade it at that time. Exactly. Meanwhile, and so think about it. If you wanted to sell it and take your profits and run, you can't. So in the meantime, they're trying to they're trying to force it, force the stock value down to benefit the Wall Street guys at your expense. Right. That is astounding. Because they had shorted the the stock. Well, anytime you short a stock and it goes up, it kills you. Exactly. Uh, When you when you short a stock, you want it to come back so you can buy it at a cheaper price and replace it. Exactly. So and and, and they were caught. Yeah, so they were caught, and so the government and big tech and others and media stepped in and right. and, and are punishing the little guy. So speaking right. of punishment and, and the little guy, um, we've got that uh, – we've got to shift gears to another version of that and talk about what's going on in Congress. And I reached out to you today because this impeachment that is going to happen, regardless of whether or not they, they've got the vote, regardless of whether or not President Trump is in office, is, is no, no different than Stalin's show trials. So I brought you on no. to explain to people what a show trial is, because sometimes we hear these buzzwords and it doesn't really resonate to the American people because they don't really understand. Um, it just it sounds like rhetoric. I want people to really mm-hmm. know what that means. A show trial is simply a trial put on simply because you want to show the people that you are supposedly giving these people a fair trial. You, you know the outcome. It's kind of like the elections that, we, that was just held. We, uh, we had a show election. Mm-hmm. The Democrats knew what the outcome was going to be, but we went through the process. And that's what, a tri- that's what a show trial is. You go through the process, even though the verdict, the outcome of that trial has already been determined. Well, it's been de- the, the, and determined in this case to be what? With, with, with the show trial in, in, in Stalin's show trial, when he brought you when he brought you before the court, you you knew you were going to be condemned to whatever he wanted you to death or, or or sent out to Siberia or whatever it was. You knew that you were going to be found guilty. The, the the unique thing about what's supposed to be unique about the American judicial system in a free society, the burden of proof always is supposed to lie with the government uh, or the uh, person who's bringing the charges. They have to prove that the defendant is guilty. Mm-hmm. That's, the way our tri- that's the way our system's supposed to work. In a show trial, 
you are charged. Now you have to prove that you're innocent. Mm -hmm. And in this case with President Trump, what this is about, and they know, and I want to make sure people are clear here, Trump's, the outcome of this in terms of Trump's guilt here has already been predetermined. It doesn't matter whether or not the Senate's actually going to vote to convict. Right. Okay. So he's already been declared guilty of inciting an insurrection. And this is not ultimate. And, and, and I, and I want you to tell me if, if this is different from Stalin's show trials, but the purpose of this show trial of having Trump's guilt of inciting an insurrection and having uh, those MAGA people be declared domestic terrorists is really so that they then can actually go after all of us as domestic terrorists. It's not really about Trump, is it? Yes and no. It's about Trump from this standpoint. On a show trial of this nature, your purpose is to do away with those you view as a threat to your power. Mm-hmm. The Democrats view Donald Trump as a threat to their power. Mm-hmm. They've stated, and I have no idea from where they get this, but they've stated that if he's, if he's impeached second time, uh, then uh, and, and if, if, the, if the Senate were, Senate were to convict him, and now, of course, they pulled that back and just said him being impeached a second time prevents him from running for, for, um, office, once, or for office in the future. I have no idea where they get that. But they're throwing this out, and they apparently they want it to become accepted as the reality of the law. But their purpose in not just Trump, but you and me as well, is to get us out of their way because we are a threat to their power. The second thing it does is if they come after Trump, they come after you, they come after me, and they convict us, it intimidates anybody else. Mm-hmm. that might have had any idea of opposing them. That was really one of Stalin's objectives. And you and, yes. and I was... And, and, and Andrea, it's one of the Democrats' objectives right now as well. Their purpose in much of this is intimidating the average American to just go along with their program. And I think going part of going along, there's some other things I think at play here as well. And I think, you know, Nancy Pelosi came out today and, and declared... Uh, Republicans in the House as uh, the enemies within. If you pay attention to the language here, I believe they want Trump is this show trial is about declaring. I I, I always think of the second, third and the fourth implications. What are the second, third and fourth steps coming from this? Mm Because the Democrats are playing a long game. This doesn't end with this impeachment. They have a purpose. They're going to use this to get them to the next step of something. So I was thinking today, what could that be? Why is Nancy Pelosi? Why are they doing this show trial? Why are they uh, – why is Nancy Pelosi calling Republicans <clears throat> in the House uh, enemies of the people? She specifically mentioned because they dared to bring guns in, which, you know, um, we have the Second Amendment. I thought maybe that's what this is about. Uh, was was um, we, They've been wanting to go after our Second Amendment rights. Ultimately, we are a threat to their power, right? So how can they make sure that they've got ultimate power over us? One way is, is uh, con- seizing control of our elections. The other way is they've been trying to think for a long time how they can come after our guns. So they've got they've they declared, uh, you know, a, a, what happened at the Capitol, an insurrection and domestic terrorist, something they didn't declare with BLM and Antifa. 
Um, now, if they can, you know, this, this show trial is about that, having Trump, you know, he's guilty of inciting an insurrection, which therefore makes us guilty of as a party of being insurrectionist. We had the Department of Homeland Security come out yesterday and declare the we're now um, at DEFCON. I don't know what we're now the nation is under a threat. We still have 7000 troops at the Capitol because the nation is under a threat by these people that don't want to accept the outcome of the election. We've got others talking about main. Mainstream people like Katie Couric, people in Congress talking about indoct re, uh, reprogramming camps. And I'm ultimately thinking that this is long term. It's, it's a play towards trying to get at our Second Amendment rights. Am I crazy? No, absolutely not. Remember that the that the the left has always been a master at propaganda. They've been a master at using language. If I can if I put this term on you that you are an enemy of the state, an enemy of the people, that you are a saboteur, that you are a member of the fifth column. And let's remember that the member of the fifth column was just an accepted term that if you were a member of the fifth column, then you were a part of a secret organization that was trying to overthrow the the, uh, government. These are all terms that not only Stalin used, but Hitler used them. Mao used them. They're very common within the, within the left. If I tell the public, and I say it often enough, that Andrea Kay is an enemy of the people, all of a sudden when I come after you, I'm not condemned for coming after you. You're condemned for being an enemy of the state. And no matter what kind of trial I hold, I'm okay because I have done what's best for the country. They manipulate language, as you, as you know, and they use intimidation extremely well. And that's what Nancy Pelosi is doing. Well, she and basically, right. Enough, her uh, people will accept this as a fact. And I think that we're all on trial with this show trial. I think this is about all yeah. of us. Um, in our yeah. next segment, I'm going to be talking about a local person here in San Diego who was dragged in front of a court today, as well as a, a young man from West Palm Beach, Florida, a 31-year-old who has been indicted by the by by the feds for something that a left winger did uh, in 2016. So you know, by de- by they are using this Capitol riot as a way to declare the entire MAGA movement as domestic terrorists and enemy of the people, and then that empowers them to come after us. And, one- and, and as, in, as importantly, it places the burden of proof on us, the defendant, yes. Yes. as opposed to the state the, the, as, as the uh, prosecutor. Absolutely. And we do not have a Republican Party standing up for us. We have weasels like Marco Rubio and others saying, oh, this impeachment, it's just stupid because they don't even have the votes and it's dead on arrival. No, this is impeachment is wrong because not only is it unconstitutional, but for all the reasons that we just laid out. And we never have the Republican Party ever speaking the truth to this. We never have them speaking up and saying, this is what Stalin did. And what you're trying to do here is trying to have half the country be declared as enemies of the people so that you can round them up. Put them, do what, put them in indoctrination camps, reprogram them, throw them in jail because now they're a threat. This is part of also what these red flag laws were all about that I cautioned against after Parkland. And then the shooting happened in Kmart and in El Paso. You've got to be able to connect the dots and understand. I don't know if you remember that, but some some dude takes a gun and goes into Walmart. Well, we now we've got to we've got to look and see did they show any symptoms in advance 
um, that that should maybe have them not be allowed to carry a weapon. Well, this is this is a way for them to say, well, now you're a threat. Uh, the red flag laws right. were about declaring people a threat who shouldn't own a gun because they were showing some kind of mental reason to not should not be allowed to open uh, own a gun i predict now that us being declared insurrectionist and, and enemies of the people and a threat to this country because we're maga supporters is going to be the way that they're going to add to the red flag laws and try to remove because we all mm-hmm. have to go and get a license now anyway right yeah the next step yes. is going to be scouring social media to see what we what we're about before they decide maybe whether or not we're not going to be allowed to have a gun that's where i see this going and half the country will think they're justified in doing this. Absolutely. Because we are enemies of the people. Now, here, an interesting thing. We've got about and, two and minutes a left. Bit off topic. Okay. What, what, what we have in, in, our, in the country today is we have a Democrat who is doing the work that the leadership in the Republican Party should have been doing and should be doing now. Kelsey Gabbard is out telling the truth about Adam Schiff and mm-hmm. John Brenner. That yep. they are, that they are, that they are true enemy because they're trying to uh, uh, sabotage the Constitution. She He's also she also spoke out. Didn't, she also spoke out Pardon? and said that they're going after five hundred, uh, you know, fifty um, percent of the population to have us declared domestic terrorists. That's correct. She and what is our Republican leadership doing, McCarthy, in this one specifically? He didn't do this prior to the vote. But he's doing it now saying that the Republican Party has to come and be united. But he wasn't concerned about uniting the Republican Party uh, before the vote on the impeachment. No. And 10 of his people left the party. So all of a sudden, he's more concerned that we don't go after Liz Cheney than he is concerned about how uh, uh, Donald Trump was mistreated. Absolutely. Well, the Republican Party, I've got to leave it there, Don. I held you over. Yeah. Um, got, we're past the point of a break. But, yeah, we got to talk about Liz Cheney coming back and Kevin McCarthy because I don't care what he's walking back today. I think it was a huge mistake for Trump to to uh, meet with him yeah. in Florida because he actually, after he spoke on the floor at the, in the impeachment and said that President Trump bore some responsibility, he did an interview and said, and said that so did so did the rest of us MAGA. And, you know, um, we one of the things that we need to be doing, we're going to talk about it in our next segment about um, what we what we can be doing as MAGA people. This is a very serious threat to have us be declared domestic terrorists and enemies of the people. Don Jans, thank you for being here. And thank you, Tulsi. And thank you, Andrea. All right. Uh, We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to talk a little bit more. We've got to tell you guys what what is going down with these arrests across the country. Uh, I have not seen anybody mention a San Diego man here who was in court today. You San Diegans need to hear this. Come on back. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. You're listening to the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Breaking news, I'm hungry. I'm ready to go home. 
I'm thinking uh, it's not t- Tuesdays, but I'm thinking Taco Tuesday before I go uh, when I get home tonight. I'm craving tacos. I just had uh, a little uh, fried rice before you came in. It was real tasty. Oh, yummy, yummy! Thank you. We should start doing food segments here because y'all know I obsess about food. So during the break, something I'm we can always- smile about. <laughs> during the break, I'm always looking at my Instagram uh, food. If story. you're chuckling a mass, what what food are you looking at? Yes, um, but I always before I eat any naughty food, I always have I always have a vegetable and I always have fruits, and I take my balance in nature every day. 10 servings of 31 fruits and veggies. I have never felt better in my life. Um, and I just encourage everybody, you don't need three masks. Uh, you know, uh, you know, are they ever, instead of th- t- trying to like tr- triple and quadruple the mask, no, at no point has the National Institutes of Health or CDC ever. come out and talked about protecting your immune system, which you c- can do. It makes me crazy. We've got a COVID story coming up in a few minutes. But anyway, take, I, I encourage everybody, you do what you feel like you need to do. But I, I definitely recommend Balance of Nature. Go to balanceofnature.com. Use the discount code HEALTH and receive free shipping and 35% off on preferred orders. And talk to their health coaches to figure out what works for you. Because I also use this um, fiber, uh, apple cider flavored uh, fiber mix as well that I put in my tea that I love. Um, Okay, some breaking news on the GameStop story. The Democrats are saying they're going to have some hearings now on the broken stock market. Okay, yeah, now that that reports are out that Yellen received $800,000 from the hedge fund that got protected today. Um, Other stories as well. Let's see, there's something else that's happened with the GameStop story. Oh, the New York Attorney General is looking into those activities. Um, it's amazing that any AG anywhere has got time to be looking at activities and it, that's protect, that's uh, that has to do with the little guy getting crushed because what we've really got going on around the country is we've got, um, you know, if only the FBI and the DOJ that's going around trying to find any MAGA person who was at the right on January 6th, imagine if they put that kind of effort into investigating the fiancé who came here on the fiancé visa and shot up a, 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 um, a Christmas party in San Bernardino and slaughtered Americans. Imagine if they'd put that much effort into the Sarnayev brothers and seeing what they were up to before they, you know, bombed it, maimed and destroyed uh, people at the the Boston, you know, bombing. Imagine that. Are all the the riots over the summer? Yeah, are the riots over the summer. Uh, so um, here in San Diego today, we had a young man um, who was in a San Diego court um, because he. Um, I, I don't see his name here. Not that we need his name, Jeffrey. It doesn't matter. Live radio uh, what, is passing. Yeah, it is, isn't it? I've just got so well. I mean, I come in to like you know, um, you know, it, stack it, of news uh, is my fault. Stack of news. Anyway, so we've got this uh, young man who from Coronado who was brought. He was in front of a judge today um, because he was at the Capitol. He was charged with violent break in, which is interesting, and disorderly conduct, and uh, staying a little too long in a federal building. And I'm thinking, and and the evidence that they had was a video of him walking in. That's all he was doing? Yeah, I don't consider it a violent break-in when the cops open the door and let you walk in. So there was no act of violence on the part of of this man. So he's brought in, um, and and here's here's something else that, that galls me, is that he was ratted on by family that turned him in. Think about that for a moment. Now I'm okay with if people get if if people break the law, and I'm for equal justice under the law. I'm for if you break the law, I, I don't care who you are. I think you should be prosecuted. 
So I wouldn't have a problem with this man, even though he's being falsely accused of violent break-in because he sauntered in after the cops let him in. Here's what bothers me about it. At the same time in which he's being charged, 37 people had charges dropped against them from BLM and Antifa in Fulton County, Georgia alone. Thousands of BLM and Antifa people who did far worse than this man. Literally, the charges are being dropped. In Fulton County, they were charged with what? Disorderly conduct. The charges were dropped because they said, this isn't our philosophy of justice. So I guess the philosophy of justice now is to target conservatives, to target Republican voters, to target Trump supporters. This should really raise the hair on the backs of the necks of every American. Then we also have a story coming out of Florida, Douglas Mackey. Somebody came to me yesterday, said, you got to look at this Douglas Mackey story. Well, who is he? He's a a dude out of Florida who used a name, um, Ryan somebody or other, used a different name on social media. He uh, posted a meme in 2016. Ricky Vaughn was his social media name, 31 years old. He posted a meme that said African-Americans for President Hillary using uh, using the tagline. He encouraged Clinton supporters. The meme did encourage Clinton supporters to vote from their phones via text message. Okay, when I initially heard it, I thought, well, you know, okay, free expression. But I had to look at the law because that may be considered electioneering. Um, if there is a law against misinformation of such sort, then again, I'm about you know equal justice under the law. If he broke the if he broke the law with that meme postage, then I, I can't quibble about that. Except that looking back in 2016, Christina Wong um, says, "Hey, Trump supporters, skip the poll lines at hashtag election 2016 and text your vote. Text votes are legit. Or vote tomorrow, November 9th." which was after the date of the election, which was November 4th, I believe. So again, and this, was the, this is the FBI and the DOJ, These are the, this is, which means since we're only 10 days into um, the installation of the Biden regime, these are all the same FBI and DOJ people that were under the Trump administration. Same people. Same people. This is frightening where we're at. Connect the dots here from all these stories I talked about, whether it talks about GameStop being weaponized, literally weaponizing the markets to crush and to hurt Americans, American citizens. You got Nancy Pelosi and Congress using our government to target, to inflame, to, to, uh, to have innocent Americans being declared domestic terrorists with, uh, by the department with Congress now directing the, and the administration directing the Department of Homeland Security, declaring those that are MAGA supporters, those that question the outcome of an election, are now considered a threat to our national security. And then you see the roundup of MAGA supporters who were at the Capitol. And again, if they broke the law, I, you know, I wouldn't have a problem, but for the fact that they are simultaneously dropping charges against Black Lives Matter people and Antifa people for doing either the same or far worse. And again, police was wave, basically waving them in. Yeah. So, um, you know, these are really scary times. So uh, 888-344-1170, what do we do? What do we do? We, we clearly— I think part of it, Andrew, it's really—they they want to strike fear across the 75 million— Strong that voted for Trump. That's one of the goals. Well, absolutely, they're trying to crush us. And that's why we got to ask ourselves, what do we do to push back? Because we don't have anybody representing us. Nobody. Where is Summer Stefan? Where is Summer Stefan, our DA? Who changed her who, who changed her party affiliation after she got, got elected thanks to the Republican Party who gave her money? 
now to a, a independent. She's not speaking up for this. She, if she had any integrity, she'd be coming out and saying, you know what, we're not going to, we're not going to prosecute this. And let me tell you why, because we're seeing that other people in other jurisdictions being let off. Now, you know, oh, we're a republic of states, it's local versus whatever, but we have a national effort going on in the United States of America declaring half of this country as domestic terrorists. This is beyond just big tech trying to silence us. This is now into an area. This is this is beyond cancel culture to where Facebook is in, is putting you suspending you for 30 days. We are now being targeted by the government. We are officially now what I declared 3 years ago. I said don't ignore this Michael Flynn story because if they can do this to Michael Flynn, target him with the with the with the federal government law enforcement targeting a citizen for their political beliefs, they can come after you. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to take it back up to New York. We got to talk about what's going on with coronavirus, and then we'll wrap up tonight's show. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay. Spelled K-A-Y-E. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Wrapping up here before we go into the Thursday. The uh, New York Attorney General says she's investigating these nursing home deaths. Because Cuomo uh, under uh, stated, underreported the amount of deaths. He only reported 6,000 deaths from nursing homes. He, now, remember, he directed six seniors to go back into nursing homes, said nursing homes uh, were for, could not uh, refuse accepting the six seniors, and then it was up to them to put in place protocols to protect the seniors. Come to find out, over 12,000 seniors died as a result of that because he sent six seniors into nursing homes, Some of those got sick and then ended up dying in hospitals. Here's the clincher, though. This U.S. attorney says she's not investigating any bad doings by Cuomo. No, she's going to be investigating the nursing homes themselves. But the nursing homes aren't going to be held accountable because the Guardian is reporting that Cuomo granted immunity to the nursing home directors because they donated big to his campaign. Think about that for a moment. Big government colluding with money to kill Granny. Wow. I think they're in the running for Stink of the Week. Well, we'll see you all tomorrow on Friday. Thank you, Don Jans. Thanks to the listeners. Thank you, my man, Potato Skins. Peace out.